0: Hi, thanks for listening. This is the Itso Widgets Flutter podcast. My name is Hillel Korn, and each episode, we get the chance to talk with another amazing Flutter developer. This episode, we're lucky to be speaking with Martin. Welcome, Martin. Really happy to have you on the podcast. Can you share a bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, hey, hello. Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure meeting you in person in London at Flutter Live, and I appreciate all of your contributions to the Flutter and within the community. I'm Martin Aguinness, and I currently lead marketing for Flutter, working alongside most of our team based in the Bay Area. Before that, I was on the YouTube team working in virtual reality back when we were about to launch the Daydream Viewer. And prior to Google, I had funded a couple app-based startups, which is how I got so heavily involved in the app space, from design to development to bringing it to market and scaling the user base.
0: Cool. That's really interesting. And how did you get started with Flutter? Flutter?
1: As I mentioned, I have prior experience with design and marketing of mobile apps. One of my past apps, it was an app for the Greek university system, so it allowed university students to safely find rides around campuses. And this was before Uber and Lyft were around, so it became widely popular at the time. It was actually really powerful, I remember, to witness firsthand the impact that an app can have and how quickly it can spread. Of course, we failed a lot and had to keep iterating, but eventually we launched a version that was very useful. And so that being said, given that the app space was something I've been following for some time, I was recruited to join a small team called Flutter back in 2017. Where at the time, even many folk at Google didn't know what it was. And I've been fortunate to help be part of this effort alongside the rest of our team and this outstanding community to expanding Flutter from early alpha to this full 1.0 stable release we just saw last month.
0: Nice. And what were the early days of Flutter like? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Very much like you'd expect a startup to be like. So many uncertainties trying to understand what to prioritize or what you know we're really building and how people are benefiting from it. I think sometimes I joke around that Flutter is the best funded startup I've ever worked for. Obviously, it's all part of Google, but we still maintain a sense of scrappiness and agility that you sometimes do not find at large companies like Google, Amazon, or Facebook. Notably, the team dynamic hasn't changed much. So even though we more than doubled the team since I joined, we still maintain that level of openness, promoting kind of risk-taking, really encouraging creativity that I saw in the early days. You know, it's really, I, I do love that environment and not just within our team, but also, again, the community and, and seeing all the new projects that come out of it, I think are pretty inspiring.
0: Nice. That's really cool to hear. Are there any aspects in particular you like most about Flutter?
1: I think 100% the community. When I was going through all the submissions for the hashtag my Flutter story video that many of you might have seen at our launch event, I literally had tears falling through my eyes. I'm just so proud of these stories and how Flutter is really enabling such a di- diverse use cases and also the creation of thousands of apps all very different from each other around the world. So an anecdote I can share about that kind of showcases or exemplifies how special this community is, is that a few months ago I was working on a basic Flutter app just to try out some of our new widgets, and I ran into some issues. So I created a, a alias on, on Gitter, and I started asking around for help. And I remember within 30 seconds, not only did someone give me an answer, but that individual also direct messaged me saying how great Flutter is and asking if I had any other questions. <laughs> so, you know, it was, that was pretty spectacular. And I think every morning I just wake up very excited about my job, mainly because of what I see with the community. Marketing is all about connecting the product to users and ensuring it's being well adopted. And it's such a pleasure to do that with the global devs and with Flutter.
0: That's a great story. I've definitely found the exact same. It's truly an amazing community. Um, can you talk a bit about Flutter brand and the narrative involving?
1: Totally, yeah. So I, I mentioned Flutter in the early days. Back then, when I, when I joined the team, Google used it a lot internally. Uh, but one of my main objectives was to really establish and position the Flutter brand externally. At the time, the Hamilton Musical app was our Keystone Showcase app, given that it had you know a million uh, downloads and it was very recognizable. But as you know, much has changed since then. A brand is always evolving especially for a product that is early in the life cycle. I think our tagline for Flutter used to be Flutter makes it easy and fast to build mobile apps. That is true, but it's a lot more than that. So we then pivoted to build beautiful native apps in record time. We like to emphasize native because that's true. Flutter compiles directly down to native ARM code. There are no interpreters and no bridge, right? As that 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 tagline seemed to work very well, but then we realized Flutter has so many strengths that, you know, Our current tagline is actually dynamic. So if you go to flutter.io, you'll see that there's a carousel that flips through design beautiful apps, productively build apps, create faster apps, and publish iOS and Android apps. Right. But obviously, that's the tagline itself, but also the brand and narrative is more than just the tagline. It's how we're actually positioning or talking about Flutter. Um, So this past year, we've introduced a lot of assets that were helpful. Uh, For example, I think the introducing Flutter video that I made, I think now has 1.2, 1.5 million views. So clearly it was very beneficial, but also it was a fundamental way to give that high level overview of what Flutter really is. Also, we have an awesome amount of series like the Boring Flutter Development Show and the Widget of the Week that are the brainchild of our exceptional DevRel team and super useful to dive deeper into technical parts of Flutter while still maintaining a great cadence and some playfulness. I also want to call out that the Flutter brand is still very new to people. Obviously, you know we talk and breathe Flutter every single day, and a lot of people listening to this probably do too. But just a few weeks ago, as an example, I gave a talk in New York, and many folk there had just heard of it. It's important to keep that in mind and not start assuming that we need to shift the brand so quickly or that everyone knows about Flutter, because we have launched 1.0, but there's still a lot of awareness uh, that we need to do around the world, and that's where I think this community can really, really help and has been helping. Now we also saw more announcements about Flutter for web. As Tim and Eric mentioned in Flutter Live, our vision for Flutter expands beyond mobile. And you'll see some of that narrative start playing out, especially at Google I.O. this year.
0: Hmm, This is some really interesting points. Uh, If I'm creating a Flutter-related project, can you explain the rules related to branding if I'd like to use the Flutter logo?
1: Yes, Um, I've actually made available a public folder for everyone which contains all the original PNG and SVG files for Flutter and Dart assets, so the logos and the lockups. We really wanted people to use the official logo when doing presentations or posting about Flutter. This past year, we have kind of modified our logo to fit in line with material design guidelines and also made the Dart logo look a lot more like the Flutter one given the connection. So we tweeted this out, but Also, actually just today, I filed filed an issue on GitHub. Um, I believe it's 2150 for our website to include a link to these assets directly on the site. So you should see them soon uh, there, I believe, under resources. Also, we are about to publish our Flutter license and brand guidelines document that really better details this process. But the TLDR is that you are free to use Flutter trademarks in connection to obviously the SDK and in training materials that you provide or tips uh, in connection directly with Flutter, um, and also to show your support for the use of, uh, of Flutter within the community. Um, a few don'ts that we have in those guidelines are, one, don't incorporate the Flutter trademarks in your own product names, service names, or kind of trademarks. Also, don't display the Flutter trademark in a manner that's misleading or unfair. Um, and also, obviously, don't use the Flutter trademark in connection with other non-software or you know things that aren't related to this project. But one thing we you can absolutely do is uh, first is just local user groups as part of like their social media usernames uh, with, let's say, Flutter Plus, and then the name of your country or city or or other group. So like Flutter Paris, right, or Flutter Buenos Aires, Um, you can absolutely do that. Also, you can, if you have Flutter uh, relevant information, like a community, like content or a newsletter, you can definitely use it to promote that. So like a Flutter training course. And, you know, I'll say also we've completely re-engineered and redesigned our website, both in terms of the design and the information architecture. So you can find things much faster. And also the brand looks more beautiful just like the app and it, it enables. So you should definitely go check that out. Um, and feel free to reach out to me or the team if you do have any more brand questions or suggestions moving forward.
0: Cool. That's really helpful. We'll make sure to include the links in the episode notes. Um, and the last question, if I'd like to provide feedback to the Flutter development team, What's the best method? GitHub issues, Google group, something else?
1: Yeah, this is something me and the team really wanted to make clear. Um, So we've actually redesigned flutter.io slash community. So the join the conversation section has more information on all, but in summary, for general questions or helps when you are developing, um, our community is incredibly responsive, as I told in that anecdote. So, Most of your issues, you don't even need our direct Flutter team. I think there's always people that are willing to help. Um, I found Stack Overflow to be one of the best first stops for just technical issues to file them and have them written down somewhere. But also, I think the Gitter chat is really useful for quick and very specific answers and also just to see what other Flutter developers are talking about. But if you have feedback directly for our team, I think these public forums like the Google group do work well. Being that Flutter is open source, we always try and keep issues and feedback things in the open because there's not much we want to hide. Twitter is actually very useful as well, so you can direct message me of if it's something kind of more private or you don't want a lot of people to see the specific feedback, but also many times I get tagged in tweets and I do read all of those because it really helps me to see what projects are being released and what, what the type of thinking is around Flutter um, and what questions people are having. Also you can always email our team um, at flutter at google.com as well.
0: well. I have to say I've worked with many technologies and I've never seen a more responsive development team. It's, it's really impressive. Martin, thank you very much for taking time to be on the podcast. If anyone listening would like to tell their story, go to itsowitches.com and click podcast in the top right. Thanks for listening.